0: Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 11, Twelve!
1: No <laughs> Welcome to Tweeters and Twelve, the best twelve-minute Twitter-related podcast in the world. Or at least in North America. I'm Mark.
0: I'm Brent. And today's guest is Mr. W. Gladstone. Can we say your name, Wayne? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I think you just put the two parts together. I think, I think you just did. Yeah, you can, I'm, I'm Wayne Gladstone. Right. For Cracked, I just write as Gladstone, but the cat's out of the bag now. Well, we
0: could easily beep that out, edit it no, out. No,
2: no, no. I mean, on my novel, I'm Wayne Gladstone, so
0: it's it's fun. Okay. Well, let's talk more about Cracked since you brought it up.
1: So you said you got recognized in public a few times from Cracked. People yeah. Saw, they saw your byline picture and just said...
2: Well, you know, for Cracked in the early years, uh, I did 50 episodes of a a web series called Hate by Numbers, so that had my face on it. But also because I'm a narcissistic twit, I do work a lot of pictures of myself into my columns, so that's another reason to recognize me. Of course, the third reason was that the waiter looked at my credit card that said my name, which sort of gave it away as well. (laughs) But the, the weird thing is he didn't remember that it was Cracked. He's like, oh yeah, you write for BuzzFeed i like, your hate by numbers video on BuzzFeed. I'm like, you know, yeah, I thought I was going to get like a free drink or like a 10% discount, but it didn't, it didn't do anything for me.
1: This is a recurring theme. People complaining about how they don't get enough free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> can we hear this with the what contributions.
2: Like last week I was in a uh, bar and there was this guy staring at me for like an hour and I didn't know what he was looking at. And then at the end he's like, do you write for Cracked? And I'm like. Yes. And he said, I knew it. You're Dan O-something. And so not only did he mix me up for Dan O'Brien, he he didn't even get all of Dan O'Brien's name. And by the way,
1: if you knew it was an Irish
2: name and you knew it started with O, wouldn't you just go for O'Brien? Wouldn't you just take a shot at it? Maybe it's O'Brien.
0: You got a a 50-50 shot of O'Brien or O'Sullivan.
2: Right. Right. Exactly. So he said, Hey, you're Dan O-something. And I told that to Dan. And he told me that uh, just the other day, he, Soren, and Co. Cody were walking down the street, and they said, oh, look, it's Dan, Soren, and Gladstone. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, fair enough. Cracked is a popular crowd, apparently.
1: So, uh, Hate by Numbers, you yeah. are reviving that right now? or you- I
2: am. I am. My crippling financial situation, born of uh, recession, divorce, and, well, everything else, has definitely necessitated that I bring it back. We are three quarters through funding. People can go to copka.main.com and click on the hate by numbers and hit the PayPal. But uh, I basically uh, raise money to do uh, $2,000 for four episodes. Since each episode takes like 10 to 20 hours, I decided that's kind of a fair amount. And if people want to want to fund it. Then, then I'm happy to make it, and I'm happy to say we're on our way.
1: So you're funding that directly through your own website instead of through, say, like yep. a Kickstarter or Indiegogo,
2: right? Because you know, with the Kickstarter, it's an ongoing project, and I don't know. Everyone hates. I don't know. Everyone, why don't you use a Kickstarter? Why don't you do this? PayPal's worked for me. I just said here, I, okay. I, I've hit my fundraising goal like four times before. I put it away for a year. I brought it back. I think I'm going to hit it again. So it's kind of like if it's not broke, don't fix it, kind of a thing.
1: So. When can we expect sort of uh, new episodes? Is your halfway, you say? Through, yeah, just... I'm,
2: I got a new, well, I owe the, the wonderful fans who've been so supportive, and they really, I, sometimes when I talk about how supportive some people have been on the show, I actually do get literally choked up, and uh, I owed them one episode that I'd been neglecting because I was working on my novels, but that old episode is going to air I think July 25th to be timed with the release of that horrible movie uh, Lucy, which is what the episode is about, me breaking down the trailer to the Scarlett Johansson movie and how awful it looks.
0: It, it does look <laughs> horrendous.
2: Well, my son is the one who pointed it out because it's, it's based on the premise that, you know, you only use 10% of your brain. What have you used all of it? Except that that is the most discredited theory of all time. No one believes that anymore. So why would you base science fiction in a science fact that's not even... It's that not no true. One believes? Right. So my son but, who's only 12 <laughs> was like we should have a film about like someone making um, people go back in time to stretch giraffe's necks so that they
1: evolved
2: <laughs> that is a great it's a great joke That's he's 12 perfect so that we put perfect. that we put that into the episode and that'll be out in like 10 days uh, I filmed some of it already wrote all of it and he's gonna get he's gonna get co-writing credit because I couldn't be more proud of that joke
0: is your son on Twitter?
2: <laughs> no not yet not yet and I, I you know it's hard because I don't I don't really approve not that I'm famous but I really get very skittish when I see famous people putting their children out there and I always I always used my kids in my vids because it was fun and because I have no friends so I've got I need actors somewhere <laughs> but I, I... I, I'm doing it, you know, baby steps. Because now he's 12, and he reads like he's 16, and that joke is better than one I would write. So I'm easing him into it. I don't want to. I don't want to push him too hard. I certainly don't want to expose him to the internet and, and all the comments you receive from the worst people on the face of the earth.
0: Are you saying you've seen bad stuff on the internet?
2: <laughs> I've received, you know, the most hateful things and the most wonderful, life-affirming things. Both, really. But I'm a grown man, so I, I would be too scared for kids to. Get either of those full frontal.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, your book—you've got a new book coming out.
2: Uh, well, the first novel, "Notes from the Internet Apocalypse," came out in March, and I owe my publisher a book two of the trilogy in like twenty-five <laughs> days, which is fantastic because <laughs> I have uh, twelve thousand words more to write of it. So, I'm a little bit after I get off the phone with you, uh, I'll be doing that. What the hell
0: are you doing talking to us?
1: Well, so I, I've got, I've got 10 words for you. All work and no play. Make Jack a doll. Boy, just, just write that over and over and over again and until you got 12,000 words. You're done. Well, you you know, I, tweet, it's
2: I, I tweeted that and someone said, oh, you can pad it out by subtitling each chapter with a song lyric. And they were just being, <laughs> they were just being joking. They were just, they, they were just joking. But the fucked up thing is, and that's exactly what I do. Each. <laughs> <stage>. <laughs> Each chapter of the book does have a subtitle of a, of a song there. And I don't even know why I did it, so when she tweeted, replied that, freaked me out.
0: Well, you got a minute left before I start asking you some questions. Do you want to tell us quickly about being the meat in a sexy Jewish sandwich?
2: Sure. I went to Syosset High School, and I'm uh, so did Natalie Portman, and so did Judd Apatow. And I'm older than Natalie Portman, and I'm younger than Judd Apatow, so I often refer to myself as the meat in a sexy Jewish sandwich. Turns out that Adina Menzel you know, let it go, frozen, she also went to my high school, is also older than me, but younger than Judd, so she's also, I guess, the meat, or like cheese, I guess, I'm meat, that would be, yeah, Natalie would be bottom bun, I'd be meat, Adina would be cheese, and I guess Judd would be the top bun.
1: So it's a super sexy, four-way J-Date.
2: So. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty chewy sandwich, I gotta tell you, but, uh, <laughs> I guess... I guess if you do a cross-section of a suburban suburban Long Island high school and the entertainment industry, you do see a night, you know, the shaded area of that Venn diagram does skew a bit. Hebraic. It's a kosher sandwich, right? (laughs) Well, it's not. That's the messed up thing. There's four Jews and I made it an unkosher sandwich by mixing milk and meat. That's a really good point.
0: (laughs)
1: I didn't think that one
0: through. Did, did, All you, right. did you hear, did
1: you hear so that? I heard that. That was our, our buzzer. Uh, we've gone back to the regular buzzer, thank goodness. And uh, it is time for the lightning round of Twitter-related questions, and Brent's going to hit you up with uh, queries. You ready to rock?
0: I am. Okay, what's your proudest Twitter moment?
2: Oh, uh, that would be when I get got Patton Oswalt to follow Maura Chawostic. Maura, Maura said that that was her proudest moment, but she she left out the part that I uh I actually tweeted her tweet at him, and uh, that's what that's what led to it. So that actually that's just me giving Maura a hard time. But you I did was the right thing. I was very proud, and it was a tremendous tweet. It was actually either when Patton Oswalt followed me. Or maybe Mark McKinney telling me that he, uh, of Kids in the Hall, telling me that he enjoyed the first chapter of my book, which was uh, available online. That's <laughs> that's really, a nice really shout cool.
0: out. yeah. Uh, Kids in the Hall is one of my favorites. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Mark McKinney,
2: Kids in the Hall is my favorite, and Mark McKinney is my favorite Kid in the Hall. So to have basically one of your really all-time top comedy idols tell you he's read the first chapter of your book and likes it, it was yeah, it was quite something. I was always a Bruce McCullough guy. Me
1: too, yeah. I was going to say, Bruce McCullough is my favorite. Everything he did. Yeah. I I like them. I like
2: them all. And, you know, Scott Thompson is basically the star of Brain Candy. I think he steals that movie. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Who's your favorite tweeter?
2: Oh God! What a theme. Uh, behind your back, uh, Maura is oh, lit, is actually my favorite tweeter, and I know I was just giving her a hard time, but uh, and as I say, it's a little bit narcissistic because when I first discovered her—not discovered her, but like discovered her for myself—saw who she was, and I read her tweets. I was like, "This bitch stole all my tweets." <laughs> except, <laughs> except the the messed up thing was I hadn't written any of them. I was sure they were mine. They were so similar to so many of mine, and yet. They weren't like anything. They were. It was just like a voice or a or a sense of humor, and it was really startling to me. And I like I went through a timeline and started like twenty things, you know, obnoxiously because it reminded me of me. And then I I instantly like. Did like a fo- you know, an FF. Like, that's never happened to me. I saw someone like 30 of their tweets instantly and then told everyone that they had to follow her. Like, on the, the same day. So, yeah, she would be my number one.
0: She's, uh, Maura's becoming the new Joel. The new flyover <laughs> new Joel. Flyover Joel. Everyone's mentioning this. Uh-huh. Uh, and lastly, tell us one underrated tweeter that everybody should be following.
2: Mora has under 10,000, but uh, she can't be in every single one of my answers. This is just to make her feel guilty because I was ended up being in, in none of hers uh, when she did the show. <laughs> I guess i got to go with uh, Rachel Axler. Which is a weird thing to say because, um, you know, that she's an underrated tweeter considering, you know, she wrote for The Daily Show and Children's Hospital and now she's writing for uh, John Mullaney. So, like... She's got better things to do than to be a celebrated tweeter, but she, you know, she only has like four thousand followers, and she kills me. I mean, uh, one of my favorite tweets by her is, uh, "All the leaves are brown and the sky is gray. I see like a dog." <laughs> oh, and then another name. I think it's Ra- I think it's Raxler. I think it's Rachel Axler. I think it's R Axler. It's
1: Rachel Holder. Axler. No, it's yeah. Rachel Axler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it Rachel Axler? It's Rachel Axler. Okay.
2: Oh, all right. So I, I'm I'm badly telling people. It is. It's Rachel Axler. Yeah, one word, right.
1: Parks and Rec? Did she write for Parks yeah, and Rec Yeah, Yeah,
2: she, yeah. She's like a full-blown, accomplished comedy writer. How... But, but she and has, How I Met
1: Your Mother, Children's Hospital, Bored yes. to Death, yes. Daily like, Show.
2: Right. Jeez. She's got better things to do than being big on Twitter, but on but no one talks about her on Twitter because, well, probably because she's busy having a full-blown actual writing career. But, but oh. uh, she is one of my favorite tweeters with under 10,000 followers. And... Uh, Another one was, I am ye- he, as you are he, as you are we, and we are all pronouns. That was another one. Right. <laughs> oh, that's
1: good. That's very clever. Yeah, those are
2: like two of my favorite tweets, you know. I'm sure if she tweeted more, you know, instead of earning money writing for publicized and, uh, you know, commercial television Just she yeah, could she could time. have a future right but she's she needs to set the right agenda for her life
0: what
1: a fool okay all right well i guess that is our time wayne thank you very much for joining us that's great no thank you and this has been tweeters and 12 i'm mark i'm brent and we'll see you next time